Hi, welcome to the Travel Advice Show. Thank you for listening all around the world. And we just want to say thanks for all the listeners. We've had a record amount of listeners uh, the last uh, couple weeks. And just wanted to say thank you to everybody around the world. We have listeners from all different countries. So thank you so much. Um, And we just want to give great travel advice to help your vacation and help you learn more about different countries, and different travel tips. Um, you can check all our shows out at TravelAdviceShow.com on the website and, um, and iTunes and um, Stitcher Radio, too. We're on a lot of different formats there. So, um, yeah, and my name's Chris Newton, one of the co-hosts, and I'd like to introduce my other co-host, Jerry Four. How you doing, Jerry? Oh, very well. Oh, great. And we're going to be talking about a topic that many, many, many people... Uh, consider and do right because about renting a car and mm-hmm. i know you and your um experiences of travel have rented cars too what do you think of renting a car chris yeah um i i've, I've rented a car a couple times internationally once in ireland and uh I think it's a great way to see the countryside and to go to places where you can't go for, like on trains or buses and things and you have a little more freedom um, you know, it's a little, little expensive though. You got to be careful. And then uh, what, what we're going to talk about today is insurances and, and, and different ways of doing it. Um, I, I rent quite a bit domestically here in the U S um, in the United States and, and, um, I got it pretty down pretty good. Um, you know, so it, it's not too bad, but yeah, it's always good shopping around too and everything, but but yeah, it, it's a it's a, it's a good way to travel, but you got to be very careful. I mean, you can get in trouble pretty quick too. <laughs> you know, you, you can you can get a big bill if if you do hit something or you know. Um, so yeah, the, how about you, Jerry? I mean, yeah, you, I'm sure you've rented cars or, or had cars, and have known people that have have had cars in all different countries around the world. I'm sure you know. And, yeah, I've rented cars. Um, yeah, in every continent in the world. Jeez, wow, yeah. Um, in many, many different countries. And uh, as you said, Chris, in many cases, a car is the best way to see an area. Yeah, yeah. And um, we're going to be talking about renting a car, but the, in many places, the best way to see it is get a car with a driver guide, a driver guide, or a driver and a guide. Yeah, yeah. It's the only, well, some places you can't do it. Um, you can't even rent a car. That's the only way you can do it. Uh, well, unless you take local transportation. Oh, to have a guide and, and a driver booked. Uh, well, sometimes you can get away with a driver guide. He drives and is your guide. Yeah, we, we did that in Ireland, right? Remember? Um, yeah. We had a driver, and, and but he was the guide, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And sometimes that's the best way to do it. Yeah. Because you don't need the extra money. But other places... It's better to have a guide. Oh, and a driver, too. 
But back to renting a car. Okay. um, We talked about why and sort of about when. Uh, As you mentioned, you you can get out in the back parts of the country. You can do a lot of things Mm -hmm. uh, that really need – it gives you total freedom. Mm -hmm. But it also uh, gives you a lot of potential problems. Yeah. Uh, well, for example, um, I wanted to go out to see the Fly Geyser in Northwest Nevada, and according to everything that I could find, I'd never heard of it until I saw a picture of it and researched it. And um, it's on a dirt road, so to be safe, because we live in Utah, we know about dirt roads mm-hmm. in the West. So as a result, I ordered a an SUV. Oh, okay. Because I thought you know we might get stuck. Who knows what we might run into. But the expense was a lot. So it's very expensive sometimes to rent a bigger car. And uh, well, it always is, the bigger the car or the specialty cars, like an SUV or Ferrari or something like that, are very expensive or a lot more as a general rule. But uh, we didn't need that SUV. It turned out that they had just two weeks before we got there finished a Pedro Claire Pest where we were going. <laughs> so we could have rented a, a motorcycle or a bicycle. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. But there's um, just make sure that when you rent a car, that it's the best way to do it. I mean, there's so many expenses, as you said, they can be expensive. I mm. mean, never, in my opinion, never rent a car in a big city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For never. sure. Yeah, any big city, it's just a nightmare to find parking and. Oh. And the expense of parking. Yeah. Hotel. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Yeah. And what I recommend and what I do if I'm renting the car, I will rent the car. Uh, well, I rent the car. And then I will fly into the city. And then I see the city. And if I'm going to drive somewhere, I take a, a bus or a taxi or something, go back to the airport and get my car. Yep. yep. Then I drive around the country or the state or whatever I'm doing. And then come back to the airport and drop it. But I do not rent it while I'm in the city. It's not wise. Yeah, we, we did the same thing in Dublin in Ireland. We we actually uh, stayed four days in Dublin and really explored Dublin. And then when we were ready to go, we, we went to the place to rent a car. And then we went to the country. We, or we went to another town. But, yeah, while we were in Dublin, in the city, we, we, we didn't. Um, and that's why it was in it. it. It was. It was. Because we could walk around in Dublin and, and take a bus or a taxi or something. Yeah, it was so much, and, and, and less headache, too. I mean, you add more stress, I think, to having a car, too. I mean, um, you know, it just adds adds more stress to your trip. It, it really... Uh, well, in uh, some places, you rent a car, you can't speak the language. Yeah. And then you try to find where your hotel is. And some of these cities, and main cities, and even some smaller towns, mm-hmm. you cannot find the street signs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. on the wall somewhere of a building. They may be on the curb. <laughs> like in Rome or something, you know, Rome. Yeah, you have no idea where you're going. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I mean, that's part of the adventure. If you have lots of time, you're probably in your 20s, right. maybe 30s. It, uh, it makes it part of the adventure if you're not in a rush or anything like that. But um, I want to talk about uh, large versus small um, car. Okay. Uh, it dep- part of it depends on the number of people going. Uh, if there's only two of you going, you can get away with a smaller car. But in some countries, you want a bigger car because if you get hit 
uh, you you want something around you that might keep you alive or not be horribly injured. Mm-hmm. So my policy is, with rare exception, when I rent a car, I rent the biggest car I can afford. Oh, okay. okay. The biggest car I can afford. And I make sure it has a trunk versus a hatchback. Because a trunk covers all of your luggage and things. Yeah, I, I think and that's really important. A thief would not, could not tell if you had something in it or not. But if you have a hatchback, that's a good point. You put your luggage in, then you pull pull the cover over it. He figures there's something under it. Yep. Yeah. So that's a real good point. Yeah. It increases a lot of things, uh, problems, and uh, now automatic versus manual. Now, automatic costs a lot more money outside the U.S. to rent than the manual. Right, it's not as popular. Yeah, um, I mean, they sometimes it could be almost double the price. But I recommend, unless you really know how to do a manual transmission, uh, don't get it. Because if you're in like Switzerland or some of the Alps or in a hilly country, or you're driving in areas that require you to go slow. Mm-hmm. Um, because of the narrow roads, like in Ireland, for example, yeah, yeah. Uh, you have to really look out. You and you're not used to manual. You can have a lot of problems, particularly going up a hill. And you have to downshift. Oh yeah. Uh, you say, oh my crud. So and the hedgerows, the hedgerows in Ireland, man, I couldn't. I, I, I I'm a, yeah, they're 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 tough to like those small little country roads. Well, and some of these places like Wales and yeah. many places of the world, yeah. the they just stop on the road. Yeah. Yeah, or or you might have a, a sheep on the road or cows. You come around and you have sheep on the road. Yeah, and you have to downshift real fast. And if you don't know what you're doing automatically, then get an automatic. And um, we need to talk a little bit about large versus independent car rental companies. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, everyone knows about the large ones like Hertz, Avis, Budget. Enterprise. Enterprise. And they and all the biggies that are all over the world. Yeah. And I think most people who have traveled at all notice as they go in and out of airports, particularly, they see signs for car companies, rental car companies you've never heard of. Yeah, right. And these usually, 99% of the time, are independent, which means it's locally owned and often by one family or one person. And... um now, there are some advantages and disadvantages to both. The large companies are generally much more expensive. They can be up to way more than double. Oh, really? The larger ones, right? Yeah, hmm. uh, than the independent. And uh, they have published rates, and that's what you pay. Um, you can't negotiate unless there's something wrong with your car or they, got, they gave you the wrong size and they may upgrade you. But I want to talk to you talk about this upgrading a couple of times. I've got there, and they didn't have the car I wanted that I reserved. And so they upgraded to a different kind. If I wanted a luxury car, then they upgraded me to a specialty car or something like that. And um, I come back, and they charged me the difference. Mm. Yeah, they charged me the higher rate. And I said, excuse me, I pull out my confirmation, Show them what I ordered, and I, and fortunately, I've learned over the 50 years, not quite, 40 years I've rented cars, 
that I have the guy or woman who upgrades me. I have them right on my 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 confirmation that they upgraded because it was not available. Yeah, I, I get that a lot. I get that a lot. Like the, the car that you ordered wasn't available, and they yep they upgraded you. Yeah, and uh, most car companies are honest about it and don't care. But once in a while, I've been charged. So yep. I've learned every time I'm upgraded, they on my original contract with them confirmation that they write that down and sign it and date it. I, I think that's super important. Yep, yep. You you want to double check everything, every little bit, because they can add these extra charges on there so easy, and you don't even oh, realize I know it. That. Yeah, it's yeah, and. When you got to be to ins- mm-hmm. insurance. We'll talk about all that mess. Oh, geez, yeah. And um, usually on large companies, uh, you cannot use a cash deposit. You must use a credit card. Oh, right. Yeah, and even not even a debit card either. That you have right. to have a credit card. Yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and if you do want to use the debit card, you must at the time that you're making the reservation say, "I'm going to pay by debit card," and they'll say you can't do it or okay. But if you they, they say, okay, and let's say you've rented the car for like $300 for the time that you're using it, mm-hmm. they will put a hold on your bank immediately. Yep, yeah. yeah. And sometimes they will even do an automatic credit check on you. Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah, totally. I, yeah, I've learned that the hard way sometimes. Like, uh, I, I, that's all I had, and they, uh, I convinced them to use it, you know what I mean? But uh, Yeah, just don't take a debit card. Just get a credit card. All right, yep. One of the big four, yeah, preferably the big three: American Express, Mastercard, and Visa. And Visa, Visas, can, yeah. yeah, they're the three that you should take uh, with you everywhere you go, no matter what. Mm-hmm. And um, they, um, the th- and thing about it, um, a big car company usually rents one or two car manufacturers. Like a car company may basically have Ford products. Or they may have GM products. Oh, right, right. Or they may have Chrysler products. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like one or the other, then you have to find a car company that rents the kind that you want. I know uh, my wife loved and owned a Cadillac sedan DeVille. And um, she loved them. And um, so we had, in those days when she was alive, we rented through Avis because they had GM products. Oh, okay, okay. And so we always just rented through Avis because the others had Chrysler or Ford. Nothing wrong with them, but she wanted a Cadillac. So that's as a result, uh, we had to go through Avis in those days. She's alive. That that's funny. Yeah, I I don't really care too much about the manufacturer, but a lot of people do. Like my mom, uh, sh- she's a Ford person. You know, she uh-huh. worked she worked for Fords, and she so she she wants to rent a Ford. She always asks me, what, what what's your make and model? What's your model or your? Right. I'm like, I don't know, mom. I don't really care. <laughs> you know? I know. I, well, I, I don't I'm the care type. either. As long as it's a big car. Yeah, okay, okay. And uh, yeah. now on the independent ones, right. and as I mentioned, um, oh, and on the large ones, they have extremely strict rules and regulations. As you said, you better read that contract. Oh, the larger ones, yeah. 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 You better read it. Now, on the independent ones, um, they oftentimes have very flexible rates. Um, you can discuss with them and get a lower rate many times. And many times they will take a cash deposit and that you pay in cash. Oh, okay. But you have to pay a, a big deposit, but you can't. And um, oftentimes they will adjust everything to meet what you need. They're very negotiable in most cases. And 
But I have I have to admit I have never rented from an independent company. Oh really? A couple of re- right. Yeah. Well, no, the reason is I don't know who they are. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, when I'm here and I'm renting a car that's in Australia, I don't know an independent car company there, if they're good or bad. And or if I'm in the states, I'm living in Utah. I have no idea what the uh, independent car companies like in Des Moines, Iowa. Right. And so I just rent a big, a big car company. But if you don't, you realize at the last minute that you want to rent a car, then it, it's okay to check around. Um, maybe ask the hotel people if they know a good, cheap car rental place that has good cars. And uh, they've been around forever. I mean, when you leave Los LAX airport, you see thousands of them, for example, and a lot of airports you do. But um, they, they, yeah. they, I have lots of friends that rent them. Mm-hmm. And they've had wonderful luck. Yeah. But, yeah. but they, they do it at the last minute when they're there. Yeah. I'm the type I want everything taken care of before I go. Yeah. Do now, we need to talk briefly okay. about where do you get the car? Where do you pick up your car? Um, we already talked about if you're staying in a big city, anywhere in the world, do not get your car until you leave the city. Uh, don't. Take rent it at the airport or near the train station or whatever, and drive and keep it while you're in the city. Because in most cases, it's just not worth it. It's going to cost you a fortune. Yeah, for and parking then, and for headache of driving yeah, trying to find everywhere. It's easier to take a local ta- a taxi or walk. Most of these cities are walkable. And so, now airport pickup. Many times, it's more expensive to rent a car at the airport than downtown. Because mm-hmm. of taxes and everything. Uh, yeah, they have that airport tax. Right. And they can be expensive. Mm-hmm. And they have other little ta- required taxes and uh, and things, and and they've got you. You know, you're there getting off there, the plane. You don't want to be bothered. Just throw the suitcase in the car and go. So you just pay it. But I do want to mention that um, it can be weird. Um, we were in Hawaii, in Honolulu, a while back, uh, my friends and I, and um, we decided at the last minute, not last, but to rent a car for the last two days that we were there, and then drive out to the north uh, part, see the Polynesian Coastal Center, and do a, a, take a glider, a trip. We chartered some gliders up there, and to do certain things we wanted, and then we were going to drive down to, uh, to the airport and fly home and drop it. So I called a car company there in um, Waikiki, and um, they gave we wanted a convertible, and they gave me a price, and I thought that was good. And uh, she said, "But there's a hundred dollar drop tar- charge if you drop it at the airport." And that was as much as my car rental. Oh, gee. And I said, "Serious?" And she said, "Yeah." Now you can either drop it back here. And then take a taxi to the airport. Or I recommend renting it at the airport, taking a taxi to pick it up, and then drop it. And that's what I did to save that $100. It's only like a $10 taxi ride or whatever to the airport. Okay. But on principle's sake, I was not going to pay $100 to drop a stupid car at the airport because downtown Waikiki is not that far. And I'd had to take a taxi anyway to Honolulu. And Honolulu is not that far away from the airport, per se. And I said, I'm not going to do it. So I was nice about it. So um, it's, you got to really do some guessing around and checking. 
and really know what you want to do. And if in certain situations, you may have to be flexible for what you want to do, where you pick it up. But most people just do it at the airport. But many times it's more expensive down at the airport than it is downtown or at another location. So uh, plan your trip really well and ask these questions. Can I pick it up at the airport and how much more or less? And that kind of thing. And then the last thing we need to talk about is the type of car you rent. I mean, uh, there are so many um, types of cars, and they start with the economy. And in some countries, the economy car, you can hardly get two people in it. Yeah. Unless, yeah, right. Unless any luggage. And uh, they're very small. And I would, I personally have never rented an economy car anywhere because I like space. I'm claustrophobic. But I also, as I mentioned, I want safety. Safety, yeah, bigger car, yeah. I mean, some yeah. of these things look like little bread boxes. <laughs> I mean, little bubbles, like little. Yeah, yeah, mobile bread boxes. Yeah, like those smart cars and those. Little, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, no, no, thank you. And then you go from economy up to compact, and compact are bigger, and in some cases they're okay. But I would, ne- I personally would never go smaller than mid-size. Okay. And every one of these uh, categories uh, are often called different names by each car company. And different countries and different yeah. um, car companies, yeah, so you got to be really cautious. Yeah. So. I mean, a luxury car in Europe may not be the same thing as a luxury car in America. Right. And I- so you have to uh, just be aware that whatever you want, you need to ask them what kind of car is it. And don't be amazed that in some countries they'll mention cars you've never heard of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, right. And, uh, and you know, and, and the popular thing now, too, have you seen this, too? Like a lot of rental car companies are, are um, you can, you can re- you know, you can request real exotic cars, too. You know what I mean? Oh, um, yeah. I've like done it. super luxury cars, yeah, like Maseratis or yes, Lamborghinis. Have you real? yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in Italy, I rented at one time a Maserati, another time a Ferrari. Oh wow, that's awesome! And I was stupid enough to rent a car in Italy. I mean, that's that's a nice. Right. Well, you can do it, but you better know what you're doing, and you better have had some uh, race car experience, professional race car experience. <laughs> to drive a Ferrari, yeah. Dri- well, well, no, to drive in Italy at all. Oh, all oh, right, right. People, oh, I know. I, I mean, I, it's wonderful being a car and watch, and you know, having a driver who's Italian. Yeah, um, and there are many countries in the world that way. You just don't want to drive it if you're smart, and never drive at night. Yeah, never. But yeah, you know, I um, in my thirties, um, I rented things like that, and I really loved it. Yeah, yeah. I think if you got a little, yeah, it's a nice treat for yourself that you can. Uh, but yeah, a lot of these car car companies are luxury. Um, yeah, they're they're they, they want. I know in the U.S., um, Enterprise, I think, is offering that now. To you know, they have a special division, actually, like a whole other division. Yeah, and remember? they're really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a, a guy, particularly male, because a lot of women don't care to drive a Maserati, but those that do love it. But yeah, yeah they have all kinds of specialty cars, and um, if you can't really uh, do it, uh, there is a I cannot remember the name, but it's right outside of Las Vegas. It has this racetrack that you can drive, you can rent um, a Maserati, Ferrari, and a whole bunch of Lamborghini and all these cars. Um, 
they they have a driver with you to show you how to do it, and then you get and drive the thing. Oh wow! Oh, yeah. yeah. So there's some restrictions, but it's a really neat deal. Yeah, and and what, what um so in our next show we're going to do a two part here of the rental cars, and and what are we going to cover on the next show, Jerry? Uh, primarily insurance. Insurance is going. Yeah, yeah. I think that that that's a whole topic or a whole show on itself. There. Yeah. Yeah, I'm writing a book about car rental. Oh. Uh-huh. And um, it is big. It's a big book, and a lot of it's on the insurance. Yeah. And the, uh, the pros, not pros, not pros and cons. It's always always a pro. But where you get it, when you get it, how you get it, how much do you get, the type that you get, all of this. Okay. And, and do you remember that one company? I don't know if it's still around, but it's called Renorec. Renorec. Oh, yeah, Renorec. Yeah. Is that still around? I don't know. I don't think so. Well, I don't know. Uh, do you know what? I think it is. Is it really? really? I think it is because I think, <laughs> I think I saw it in Houston. Really? Okay. In different, uh, yeah. Last year. Wow. Yeah, I isn't think. it? You get like an older car, you know, they get, or you just get a... Um, a car that, yeah, just has... Well, it's a used car. A used car, yeah. An older car, and yeah. they're dirt cheap. Right, right. Yeah, if you want to, yeah, like if, you don't, if you're on a budget or if you just want, yeah, yeah. I, I know in Detroit where I'm from, they, they, a lot of, I think I did it one time. I used it one time for something, but ran a wreck, yeah. <laughs> it just cracks me yeah. up. I'm like, and uh, see, that's part of the independent. Yeah, so yeah. It's nationwide. Uh-huh. I, I'm, you know, I've been looked that up. I haven't found about it because I haven't rented. Right. Um, I've never rented from independent. But it, yeah. um, people should look that up because it's a very viable option. Yeah, especially international people coming to the U.S. maybe, yeah. you know what I mean, too, and, and domestic people. But, yeah, rent a wreck. Yeah, just type that in in Google or, or like, in the on the Internet there and um, see what comes up if it's in your certain town that you have there. But what, yeah. what, what sounds good, Jerry. Well, well thanks for, yeah, that, that was great. I think we gave a good overview on just uh, some of the basic principles on renting a car and some of our experiences that we've had, and hopefully they'll, they'll help other people there. So, yeah. yeah, and we should mention that one of our shows was uh-huh. by Auto Europe. Yeah, right. Yep, Auto Europe yeah. is great. Yeah, the, I use them in Ireland. I think they're, they're excellent, um, and they give you... Real good. It worked out real well. But yeah, we have a show online on traveladviceshow.com where you can look at the archives and then look at, uh, I think it's under travel tips or um, yeah. maybe auto. Maybe, yeah, yeah uh, we have to look. But it is a yeah. fabulous one. And I, but 95% of all of my cars anywhere I go through Auto Europe. Yeah, yeah. I've had wonderful luck and service with them. AutoEurope.com, I think, or, or yeah, if you just type in Auto Europe and then. Yeah. It should. Uh, okay. All right, okay. Jerry. Well, what? Well, thanks a lot, and uh, uh, many safe travels. Then, yeah. Thank you. Right. You also. Okay, Jerry. Thanks. Yep. Okay.